This Marketplace podcast is supported by the George Washington University School of Business Digital Community, a highly interactive online master's program offering the global connections of D.C. More at digitalcommunity.gwu.edu. Support for this Marketplace podcast comes from Mosey Cloud Backup by EMC, where over 80,000 businesses use Mosey to back up their critical business files and secure data centers. Learn more at mosey.com. Mosey, it's always there. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Number one, I don't think Ben Bernanke actually said what he said, people, which gets us to number two, pay no attention to the stock market. And then finally, number three, this is Friday, right? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. This podcast is supported by Netflix Instant Streaming. Thousands of TV episodes and movies on your computer or mobile device instantly streamed by Netflix to save you time, money, and hassle. Free 30-day trial now at netflix.com slash APM. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for the 21st of June. It's a Friday. Great to have you with us. And listen, is it just me or has this been a long week? The Fed meets, Wall Street goes nuts. I don't know. Monday just feels like it was a good long while ago. And that's where we're going to start our weekly wrap. Cardiff Garcia from the blog FT Alphaville is in our studios in New York. Neela Richardson from Bloomberg Government is down in Washington, D.C. Hey, guys. Hi, Kai. Hey, Kai. Hey, so Neil, let me ask you this. Uh, uh, ben Bernanke gives his press conference on Wednesday after the Fed meets. Um, he says, generally positive things, I believe. Wall Street goes bananas. Here's my question. Did Bernanke muddle the message or did Wall Street overreact? I think Wall Street overreacted. It, it was almost as if Bernanke punched Wall Street in the collective gut. Mm. And that's not what his intention was. He said very clearly, I thought, that the Fed would begin to taper if and only if the fundamentals right. looked good. Not good enough. Good. Th- that and is I so, that was so a tapering. Good yeah. Tapering is the gradual, the gradual uh, reinstatement of interest rates going up and stop buying, buying and all that stuff. Um, exactly. Mr. Garcia, sir, agree, yeah. disagree. Uh, I agree, although I also think he muddled the message. So he muddled the message, and in part because of that, uh, Wall Street well, overreacted. So I, I took away two main things once you cut through sort of all the clutter. One is yeah. that he really does expect the economy to improve even more than he expected it a few months ago. And because of that, that's why he thinks it's appropriate to start slowing down the pace at which the Fed supports the economy later this year. Uh, but he made another point, as Nail said, which is that if it doesn't meet his expectations, then he's willing to adjust the pace at which he either slows down or if it gets really bad, he'll even increase it, right? Yeah. The problem is that the market's completely ignored well, right. the second point. And I think part of that is a little bit on him because he didn't make it clear really what he'd be watching for. And when you make a policy like that, that's variable, that's contingent on uh, the economy achieving certain states, then you have to explain explain what those states are. He didn't really do that. And so I, I, I'm not too shocked that markets reacted. All right, Neil, climb in here. I can hear you with that. Yeah, intake no, the hard tr- truth is, and Bernanke unfortunately used this analogy, uh, this is going to be like landing on an aircraft carrier. There isn't any clear signals about what the economy is going to give the Fed to make the Fed feel comfortable to pull back off that gas pedal. And so they're going to look at a variety of things and collectively they're going to get a view of the economy. And that view could change from quarter to quarter. All right, Cardiff, one more quick question on the Fed, actually. What's going to happen next time Bernanke has one of these press conferences? Is he going to be more um, um, deliberate, careful, you know? 
I, I think he will. I think yeah. he'll be more forceful. He'll reintroduce okay. uh, some of the boldness and clarity that he had, you know, been introducing yeah. uh, into Federal Reserve communications policy in the last year or two. And by the way, there might be one silver lining from what's happened in, in the last couple of days, which is that uh, some of the distortions and the vulnerabilities in the markets have now been exposed. So when inevitably the economy does get better and the tapering right. actually does begin, markets might be a little bit better prepared uh, to deal with it. All right. Well, fingers let's crossed hope. on that one. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's right. hope. Uh, all right. Changing gears here. Uh, Nila, the G8 was this past week. The president went to Ireland. They had communiques on tax evasion in Syria and this and that. I remember when the G8 used to be a big fat wing ding and everybody paid attention and it really mattered in the global economy. And now you're like, yawn. On, right? Right. The G8 has now become an old man's club where they play chess <laughs> and talk right. about the weather. No, <laughs> there, there are some important things that are going on in terms of the West getting their message together on tax evasion. But in terms of real economic change and policy, you